Today, we want to talk about the nice guys covert contracts and why it's killing your marriage. Now, I think it's really, really important, baby, to understand first what covert contract is. So let me just explain for those of you who don't know uh, why people stay together for the kids. And it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Welcome to the Moral Marriage Podcast, where we're disrupting divorce and delivering the new marriage. Now, today we want to talk about the nice guys' covert contracts and why it's killing your marriage. Now, I think it's really, really important, baby, to understand first what covert contract is. So let me just explain for those of you who don't know. Uh, covert contract means a secret contract, meaning an agreement that you're making with yourself. And when you give it anything to your spouse, you're expecting something in return. So this could be, and I love you. I love you only because you're dying inside. You just want to feel connected and you're like, want to hear it back. Okay. Instead of just saying, baby, I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Yeah. So this happens, guys, with gifts. This happens with um, doing more around the house. This happens with trying to communicate. You're expecting something in return. So let me use that communication one as an example. Okay. When men and women go to their spouse and say, we are going to talk things through, you're not trying to understand your spouse. What are you doing? You're trying to get your opinion out, the issues that you have. You are using a covert contract because you are not even trying to understand understand your spouse. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I think that this is killing marriage because it's not being addressed enough. We spend a lot of time, if you've listened to our other episodes, we spend a lot of time talking about why you should just give. And we'll start with gratitude, for an example, right? I am so thankful for you, Catherine. I'm so thankful for all the things that you do for not just me, but the family, for how you take care of yourself so that you could be there for us. All of these things make such a big difference in my life, and I feel blessed to have you in my life. True gratitude, okay? I'm not saying any of that so that she's going to want to have sex with me later. It's because I value my partner, okay? It's not even because I want to make sure that I have a partner. I'm just fucking grateful. And I want you guys to start realizing (laughs) things like that. And so when you can start to show up and offer yourself wholly, one of the new things that I'm really saying on and, and teaching guys is people spend too much time trying to find the perfect partner. Then they spend the rest of the time trying to fix their partner instead of just being the best partner they can be. You can start with losing covert contracts and just giving. Now, I've been talking for a while. Have you got anything yet? I was just going to ask you for tips to do that because most of the time, people probably aren't even aware that they have a covert contract. So if they mm. dig deep, they can think about hey, I'm recognizing that I did this so that I would get this. And I'm recognizing that I'm giving gratitude because I want whatever it is. So how would you say someone could identify if they even have covert contracts? Because for a lot of people, this is going to be the first time you've ever heard this talked about. Yeah, I I can give you some practical steps that I teach in my program. First, before I do that, though, can you tell me, I only know one resource that talks about covert contracts. You know, I'm hearing about it more. Have you had any of the training on that? Or is that all from me that you've learned? Only from me. Okay. So uh, Normal Mr. Nice Guy talks about it, uh, Dr. Robert Glover, in his book. But I don't, yeah, I don't see it anywhere else. Now, I have obviously quite adapted this to marriage and, and relationships in general. However, 
uh, yeah, let's go through some some tips because I think that's the problem right there is people don't know what they are because it's not talked about enough, right? And they don't know, not only they don't know what they are, they don't know that they're doing it. Yes. They're just so used to, this is what I should do because I get this in return. That's right. That yeah. it ends up being really transactional, but they don't even think they recognize it. Thank you. That's a great way to put it, transactional. So if you're watching or listening to this, that's what I want you to start to think of first is transactional. So uh, I'll give you an example of a guy in a call today. And he said, um, you know, I'm planning this date and I hope that she likes it. Okay. There is, it's okay to hope that your spouse likes the plans that you make, but if you're doing it because you want like, it's transactional where if she likes it, then I know I did a good job. That's a transactional. I'm looking for validation that I did a good job because she liked it instead of just making sure you have a wild fun experience for your birthday. Right. You know what I mean? And so that's the first thing you have to be aware and it can be very, very challenging for a lot of people. You have to be able to reflect. A lot of my guys will come to a call or go to the, the men's group and they'll actually ask, did I do this? Cause they're looking for guidance. I just thought right? of a really good example. Give it, give it to us. <clears throat> I don't remember the exact, I think it might've been the mixer when you bought me a mixer. Oh, yeah. So first of all, he left it. I'm not observant unless I turn on my observation skills. If my observation skills are turned on, mm -hmm. then I can observe and see everything that's going on around me. But if yeah. I don't, I walk right by things and I have no idea that it was there. Mm -hmm. So the story of the mixing, the mixer, I had a uh, Cuisinart or a KitchenAid beautiful mixer and he put it in kind of in the middle of the kitchen, but it was against the wall. And I walked by it. I don't know how many times because I was unaware that it was there. At least 742. And finally, he, he pointed it out and he said, how did you not see this? And then I was, I've was i always been thankful for gifts. I always say thank you. And I had to learn, I'm still learning how to practice his love language, which is physical touch. You can see he's, but you can't see. He has his hand on my leg. I have to think about it. I have to think about putting my hand on him because I'm not physical touch. I'm words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. So when he would do something nice for me, I would respond with words. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's a really thoughtful gift. Yeah. And yeah. instead of giving him a big hug and a kiss, which is what he needed, but I didn't know that. And so he, when he was buying me gifts, at, I don't remember if it was the mixer or if it was like a few more gifts down the line. He was like, you suck at getting gifts. And I was like, what part of me? Well, it's funny now. It's funny now. It wasn't funny at the time. No. But that's what he, so he was giving gifts. He needed to be appreciated in return. And now don't get me wrong. You should appreciate and you should know what your partner's love languages are so that you can appreciate them in a way that they can pick up. Receive. Yep, they can receive and that, you know, can, it'll hit them in the heart the right way. But the point is that I, yes, I wanted to get her the mixer. Yes, I knew how much she wanted it. Yes, there was all kinds. And this is where you get confused because you're like, I know she's wanted a mixer for so long and I'm going to get her this mixer. Okay. And that part's all good. But because what I really wanted to know was I'm a great guy. I got you the gift. How thoughtful because you remembered that I wanted the red one or whatever it was. I don't really recall. But the point was then it went even further because along with, with covert contracts, people keep score, which, which is more commonly thought of, I think. But I was keeping score. Like you said, I don't know how many gifts it was. You suck at getting gifts is like the full-on attack mode because my needs weren't being met instead of just giving. And yes, Catherine, you're 100% right, baby. Like, of course she should be grateful. It's a nice, thoughtful gift, but that's not why you give. No. That's the problem, right? <laughs> yeah. And if more and more people realize that if you can detach from the outcome, just do what 
you would do to be proud of you. I wanted my wife to have this glorious mixer. I don't even know if she's going to make me anything. But <laughs> see, there's another one. Yes, she's going to make me muffins or something. You know what I mean? Like you're just you're doing it for the wrong reasons, which is why I think you said in one episode, you know, don't buy her a vacuum. Maybe it was a real. Don't buy her a vacuum or a pot for Christmas or something like that, which I bought pots, but she wanted them. I bad. wanted those yeah. pots. Those were nice copper pots. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that's the point. The first step is, guys, to understand why am I doing something, whether it's use the love language super easy for you to check right whether i'm giving a compliment or words of affirmation whether i'm doing the gift thing whether i'm doing a service or quality time if you are well quality time is kind of a bad example because you you know well no let's use it let's use it we're going to go out sometimes and i have zero desire to go mm -hmm. but we go spend a great time together and i'm doing that not just for me doing that because you want to go right so it's a bit of a sacrifice and so until I have fun as we go out. But, right. Yeah. But what you guys need to do is you, if you start to really focus on giving for the right reasons, you're going to find you're going to get more anyways in return. It's just the way the world works. It's an abundant freaking world, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. What about your women? Because you guys don't really talk about we this. We don't talk about it. I've never talked about it with my women. I've only ever talked about it with you. And we've only talked about it really once. You've mentioned it in passing. Right. And then we talked about it very briefly. Maybe last week you were talking about I think you did a training on covert contract con, contracts. Yeah. Get the word out. Covert contracts. Yeah. Covert contracts. Um, yeah. If so you don't know, women, our programs are they're separate, completely you know? separate. Yeah, yeah. And so, no, the women. I think that they. The only thing that I could kind of put together in my mind after you, because you asked me if we talk about it last week, and I said no, we don't. And I don't really think that women as as much. I don't think they have as many things to have covert contracts about. But what I what. I can't talk today, you guys. <laughs> what came to my mind was that women will show love and give love to either to um, not get, you know, emotional abuse or to to manage their husband's emotions. And so it's almost like they're giving love to get safety. Oh, yeah. So, so like, it's, like it's not the same way that we would look at the covert contract that you're describing. But if I really think about it, they are they don't really want to give love because they're actually like when you, when you were having sex with me and you were afraid of what I would react if we didn't have sex. If, right. If, or right. How, how the performance So I had was. an expectation that if I was having sex with you, I was doing it out of fear because I didn't want you to respond a certain way. So I was expecting that you were going to be nice to me. Right. You would say things like, you know, I should know better if I have more sex with you, then you won't be so frustrated, mm -hmm. which was really a way of saying I am doing this so that you'll be nicer, nicer to me. And you see, that didn't really work out for us. No, it didn't make you nicer. <laughs> no, Anybody that's listening to this, it's doing the same thing. Does it make your husband nicer? No, maybe for a little bit, but that's not even guaranteed. Stop no. doing that. Well, and here, here's the real reason why, and we can finish up with this, but the real reason why is when you give to get, eventually it starts to come back where you're saying, well, what about me? What am I getting? You're not giving me enough. And this is what happens. So essentially you love your partner so much. You show like they're on this pedestal. Like you, you show so much affection, you know, however you're showering this affection, this praise, affirmation, this, this quality time, everything. And then you start to feel shitty. You start to feel bad because you're keeping score of all these things that your partner is not doing correctly. And then eventually you either shut down or you lash out, whatever your MO is. Mine was rage, extreme rage, right? And what happens? You eventually said, do you even like me? Right? I said that a lot. A lot, right? So it's not real. You undermine all the positive things that you do by giving. 
it makes it all unbelievable where you start to question. And that's not the only kind of comments that you question with. It's why are we even married? Don't, don't you think we should get a divorce? I don't know if this is ever going to work. And you just, you just undermine any opportunity you have to move forward. You can get out of this, but you have to start giving without expectations of anything in return. Mm -hmm. Once you can do that, you just have to prove it. Meaning show up and just give it. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. Like, try to recognize if you are giving with expectation mm -hmm. and try to learn how to just give to make someone else happy. Give out of the goodness of your heart, not because you need the affirmation or anything. Yeah. And I guess one more thing before we do end it is that it's simple. This is where a lot of people, we're going to lose you. You're going to be like, no, it's got, it's not fair. I can't just be me always giving, always giving careful. That means that you are the one giving to get, you are doing the covert contract because you just, you think you're entitled to it. Everybody, listen, everybody's entitled to reciprocation, but in the beginning you let go of expectation in order to have the expectation. That's truly what should be reciprocal in a relationship. You know? Mm -hmm. All right, guys. Have a great day. We'll see you next time. See you.